Hi everyone. Hey, it's Friday. We made it to Friday. Gosh, just two minutes ago, it was Monday and now it's Friday. They always say when you're having fun, time flies. No, time flies when you're having fun. Yes, that's the right one. <sighs> it's really been flying this week. Um, the beginning of the week, not so fun. Struggling emotionally, you know, I'm struggling financially, but you know what? It's actually, I'm making it worse than it really is because I have everything that I need. And I tell you what, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but, um, people are like, here's some gas money. Here's some Valentine's day money. Here's some money here. Please take this. It, it has been incredible. The amount of people that are, no, they don't feel sorry for me. They're just sharing what they have. And if you read in the Book of Mormon, in Mosiah chapter four, it talks about exactly that. If you have, you should give. And if you don't have in your heart, you should say, if I had, I would give. And these are the most giving people that I've ever met. My friends, the people here in Palmyra and, and Marion, they're just very kind people. And I haven't asked for anything. It's just flowing. And so today in my scripture study, um, it was talking about that, how the Lord provides for us. He provides. And when we're doing what is right, the Lord always provides whatever we need. Oh, did you hear that? That was a ping. That means that's a witness. That's a witness that what I just said is true. When we are doing what's right, the Lord provides what we need. But if we are not doing what the Lord's required of us, we're not going to be blessed. So let me tell you a little story. So when I was married, my husband's daughter, who remained nameless, she was a brat, a real, real brat. She lived with us for the first six months when we were married. And that was really hard on our marriage just because she was a brat and she was very entitled. She had felt like her whole life was a mess because her mom had died by her own hand. Let me tell you, she had smoked and smoked and smoked. And the doctors told her, if you don't stop smoking, you're going to die. So what would happen, what happened is, and this is what Dwayne told me. It was really, it was, we did really have a good relationship at the beginning. I mean, we really did. So he told me that she would, um, he was very kind to her because she had nothing. Like she was a gambler and she had nothing. And so they got divorced and all yada, yada, yada. But um, she had nothing, nowhere to go. And so she came to Dwayne and said, I don't have anywhere to go. And Dwayne was like, well, you can live in my living room and I'll have the rest of the house and that would be fine. So he really does have a good heart. You know, he's a good hearted man. It's just not good marriage material. So, but that's just between you and me and, and my seven other listeners. <laughs> so, um, he, she would sit in this chair every day and smoke in the house. And he, he, when, when we were married, he never smoked in the house. He was very respectful, but then he quit smoking. So that was good. So, um, she would, uh, every week her stepdaughter would take, which was Dwayne's daughter, but a stepdaughter. And it was, it's really weird. There's lots, lots of crazy family stuff in that family. Um, and so she would, get these breathing treatments down at the hospital, casual region hospital. And then they said, quit smoking. And so she's like, okay. So then she'd go back and sit in her chair and smoke all day long. And, and so finally the doctors said, we're not going to give you these treatments anymore because you're not following our directions. 
so she's like, okay. So they ended up taking her to Twin, you know, and that's where she, I think, passed away was in Twin Falls, Idaho, because she did not listen to the counsel that was given to her. Okay, listen to that again. She was told to not smoke and she continued to do so. So coming back to to his daughter, um, she just did naughty things and expected to be blessed. So one day, you know, we actually ended up kicking her out because she threatened my life at one point. It was not pretty. And she said she was joking. But Dwayne, you know, he really stuck up for me. And I was glad he did that because that's his job as her father and my wife or my husband, you know. I really had to kick him in the butt about that one. But um, anyway, <sighs> long story short, let's see, this is already a long story. So we kicked her out and she found a place to live and she found a job. And finally, after we kicked her out, you know, because she's too comfortable. But then she moved in with her boyfriend and they had a baby together. And she came over one time and Dwayne's like, I'm going to bed because he couldn't handle her. He couldn't handle her because she was so negative. I'm like, so you leave her to the wolves? You, you leave me to the wolves? So one night she came over, like I said, waiting for her boyfriend to come back and pick her up. And she just vented. And the feeling in that room was so evil. I can't even explain. I can't even explain to you the evilness. And my husband had left me and went to bed and I was all alone. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So when she left, I was, I, I felt like I had to pray. Like to get that evil feeling out of the house because she was so negative. And I, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I tell you what, one time she came over and I was working full time as a teacher. Okay. Making really good money. Um, I was also teaching piano lessons. So I was doing everything for myself and for my husband. And she came over and she goes, daddy, we need money. And he's like, Adele said no. So he always kind of threw me under the bus instead of we said no, it was Adele said no. So she, this is what she did. She looked around our house and she saw my two boxes of bath and body products. And she said this, if Adele can afford bath and body, she can afford to help us. And he's like, no, we're not going to help you. We've helped you enough. Goodbye. Because she was a user. In this life, there's users and abusers and there's givers. And she was one of those people. And she was a cause of great contention in our marriage. I mean, for a long, long time. And so when Dwayne told me that, I think horns sprouted out of my head and my eyes turned probably black because I was so angry thinking, how dare she? I have worked and clawed my way to the top at that time, you know, financially with my career and working and teaching piano. And how dare she come into my home and tell me I should help her because I'm educated and have a job? Bull crap. So even to this day, like I, I'm not angry right now, but I'm just like, how dare you say that? And so I remember driving home from school that day and her and her boyfriend, like were storming out of the house. I'm like, hi, Meredith. Er. I'm like, hi, <laughs> I don't want to say her name, but I just did. And she's like, eh. and I thought you are a rude biatch. She was just horrible. And now I, I don't, I don't know what's going on in her life. I don't care. I always told Dwayne, if I ever see her in a dark alley, I will kick her butt. I will kick her, well, not butt. I said something else. But how, you know, the entitlement of people nowadays is insanity. Well, I deserve this. I, 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 da, 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 da. You know what? I, I don't believe in that philosophy. In fact, I've had my car, my Honda CRV, 
I've had it since 2006 and it's a 2002. I've kept it running. I've had, um, like my bishop had to help me one time because my alternator went out on the way to the temple, actually, my first time back, crazy. But um, he helped me with that. And anyways, it's just, I've kept it running. She looked at me one time. She goes, you know, I'd never keep something this nice. I'd, I'd trash it before long. I was like, whoa, whoa. And her dad had given her multiple thousands of dollars, multiple cars that she just ruined because she didn't take care of them. But yet she was blaming God for all her problems. That one night that I told you about the, the evil feeling. And I thought this girl is beyond help. She's beyond, I mean, nobody's beyond help, but it's beyond the scope of my capacity to help. She wouldn't listen to reason. She just wanted God to pour down the blessings and her keep sinning. So back to my original point, which I, I forgot. Um, it was really good, <laughs> but, um, we just should not ever expect anything. And being here in Palmyra and New York, Palmyra, New York, I don't expect anything. People have been so good and so kind to me. And I know it's the Lord blessing me completely. I know it. I know it. I know it. And people knowing my name, you know, not ignoring me. Yesterday in my podcast, I said I felt ignored by my friends in my ward. It's not, it wasn't that mostly. It was my family, the family I grew up in. Every single one of them has ignored me, hurt me deeply, deeply. Now, when you think about your family, God puts us in families to support one another. Not this family. They tore each other apart. And my sister Amanda and I, we were the, I think, I thought we were the closest, you know, because some things happened to us after her wedding that um that drew us closer together as sisters. But then, I mean, she's she's stuck around and she's let her mother, you know, infiltrate her life and taking her kids over there because Mary's very manipulative. Like, bring the kids over and do this. And when the kids are there, they don't like it because then Anna goes after them like she's so vicious. And Mary just wants, she just wants the grandchildren. She doesn't care about the kids. She doesn't care about her kids. She cares about her grandkids. I'll tell you that straight up, straight up. Um, very, very crazy, wicked woman. And I know I'm venting and there's not that many people listening, but I don't care. This is my therapy. And there's a quote on Facebook that said, if you want me to talk nice about you, you should have been nicer to me. You know, anyways, it's good for me. It's good for me to get it out because most of the people that are listening, you know, my family and you know how crazy they are. And that's mostly why I'm a little bit nutty because, you know, and I'm learning to not blame them. I'm an adult. I'm 51 years old and I am responsible for my own choices. Yet sometimes emotionally, those things that hit me hard are because of certain things. And when Mama Jackie and I are talking, she goes, oh, now I understand. Now I get why you're feeling this way and doing this. And, and it's, you know, and, I, and I'm not going to share those things because they're very private and personal and still healing from them. But I'm healing and I'm growing, I'm listening, and I'm learning. So thank God for good people who are very kind and listen to the Lord. Most especially Penny. If it wasn't for Penny, I wouldn't have this wonderful warm place to lay my head, to gather my thoughts, to work on my career, to have a deeply abiding, wonderful friendship with her. She is precious. She is so special. And she is just a true, true angel. True angel. Think about in your life, the true angels that are in your life. 
that would do anything for anyone. Those are the Christ-like people you want to you want to stick with and watch because they know how to love and they know how to give. And I'm going to do a shout out to my good friend Leanne and my good friend Becky here in New York that have done that very thing. They are amazing women that do amazing things and they have had their struggles. They have had their personal things come up, yet they are strong and they look to Christ and they live. So goodness, this was not what I was going to talk about today, (laughs) but you know, sometimes I start talking and it just flows out of me. So good gravy. It's a good day. Good day. Went up and fed the cat (laughs) and the other cats and made my breakfast. And I'm back on my meal plan today, my food plan from my amazing personal trainer, Isaiah. I'm back on track and I've been taking the stairs every morning, you know, up and down several times a day. And now I can, I can't leap up the stairs, of course, but I can sure walk up them good. And by the time I get to the top, I'm not out of breath, which is a a miracle. (laughs) It's a miracle. It's a miracle. One of my 17,000 million miracles. So I hope you will have a wonderful day. I'm set and ready to finish my application for teaching and substitute teaching today. It's going to get done today, no matter what, no matter what. I'm going to sit here and finish it. So, yep. All right. You guys have a great day. And remember to look to those people. And maybe you're that person that's the Christ-like person in your life. You know, maybe people are looking to you as an example of faith and conviction and kindness. So always, always be kind because you never know the struggle that a fellow human is having. So just your smile or just you listening to the spirit makes their entire day. So, okay. Bye.